Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, madam of a secret society, author of Permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and remove the mask. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, it's Lauren here, your host and confidant of the secrets women keep. And I am starting today with a major confession. I've actually never said this to anyone before. You are in first on the secret revealing. I am an unguilty mum. Whenever someone says that they feel guilty as a mum, I struggle to connect with those words together. I have never been a guilty mum. I have never been a busy mum. I have never been a mum that is in a cleaning advertisement. I have never been a normal mum ever. <laughs> in fact, if you follow me on social media, you will notice that I extremely rarely reference that I am a parent. I have become pretty good at separating those worlds as much as possible. It was what I always wanted. I didn't want an overlap with my children and my work, mainly because it doesn't feel compatible, mainly because it doesn't feel relevant. Like what do my children have to do with me being in my fullest expression? I need to be in my fullest expression for me first and foremost and then my children will benefit from that. I'm getting ahead of myself. If you have ever identified as a guilty mom, this episode is for you. I really don't think being guilty and being a mom, I really don't think those concepts need to be put together anymore, ever again. And I'm going to unpack this one for you. I'm going to unpack it for me and help you step into being a fully expressed, unguilty mom. It is completely possible. Let me rewind. When I had my first bebe in 2014, I made a decision to preserve my identity, to hold on to my libido, to look after myself as a parent. And I am really proud to be sitting in front of this mic today, almost seven years later, and say that I stuck to that decision. It was as if I made a pledge to myself that I wouldn't be the busy mum, that I wouldn't be the guilty mum, that I wouldn't be the mumsy mum. It was really liberating stepping into motherhood, knowing that I could do both. I really stepped into motherhood with this abundant mindset that I didn't need to hand all of myself over or give all of my power away because of the new life that was in our lives. Mm. It was a decision. And you'll hear me say that quite a bit. Deciding is very, very powerful. 
makes you more likely to stick to that decision. And I don't know how that decision came about, but I would say that a lot of it was fueled by this desire to not be a martyr. It felt very stale. It felt very old. It felt like I'd witnessed generations of women be the martyr and come out the other side bitter and resentful about it. That wasn't what I wanted for my then single daughter. And now I've got two daughters. It's not something I wanted my my daughters to witness was me being the martyr, me living in self-sacrifice, giving my all, not knowing who I am, but filling them up with all of me and leaving nothing for me. None of that, none of that held any appeal. I had already started learning about sex before I had my oldest daughter. And I think that, I mean, looking back, I think that played a big role was learning about consent, learning about boundaries, learning about where our own lines in the sand are, and essentially about our our truest, most authentic identity. And that would have provided a good foundation. And the rest was me just being me. I couldn't make myself be mumsy. I couldn't make myself get excited about baby stuff. Um, You know, some baby stuff is exciting, but I couldn't make myself get excited about play dates and talking about what it was like to be a mom. It just wasn't me. It wasn't me. I did give it a little bit of a go, but it didn't last very long because I got, I got bored and restless and I just wanted to talk about anything, but um, having a baby. Uh, and it's interesting that actually started a habit of mine. I don't reference, it's very rare for me in a conversation to reference my kids until someone asks me about it. That might not feel normal to most people, but it is to me. I will, I am so happy to talk about them. I love them. I'm proud of them, but I also don't feel like I need to fill up a conversation or start on the note of my kids. If someone's asking, how are you? I don't default to talking about my kids because they're asking me how I am. And when someone asks me that question, or inquires about my well-being, I answer it about me. And that's very different from a lot of mums out there who do identify as the guilty mum. It's just never been me. So let's talk about what guilt is. My best understanding of guilt is a universal set of standards or rules that you have internalized and you consequently feel bad about yourself and your actions because the action you've taken goes against that universally accepted set of rules or standards. Emphasize the internalized part. I notice, I observe so many women who don't even know the origin of their guilt, who don't even know why they feel guilty, who have absorbed thousands of messages from multiple streams of people and media and influencers and have not taken one moment to work out if it's their own set of standards and beliefs or if it's the internalization of someone else's. So take a breath. When you feel guilty, when guilt comes up, Do you feel that negative feeling because you've betrayed yourself and gone against your own standards? Or 
have you internalized someone else's standards and you just feel this bad feeling about it, like you're a bad person and you shouldn't be doing that? Explore, dig deeper. It's really, really vital that you do this if you don't want to feel guilt all the time. Guilt is a form of contraction and take it a few steps deeper and it turns turns into shame. It turns into that complete version of being unlovable, unworthy, and full rejection of yourself, full inacceptance of yourself. But when you notice the guilt, examine it, try and stop it in its track so that it doesn't evolve into something more sinister. Shame is the lowest vibration that we can feel. Guilt is really about your actions. So what are you doing as a mom that makes you feel guilty? Are you trying to wear the mask of perfection? Are you trying to be a perfect mom? What the fuck is a perfect mom? I don't know her. And this ties into the mask of palatability that we talked about in the unapologetic episode. If someone said to me, pointed to someone who they thought was a perfect mom, no doubt I would probably my interpretation would be I'm looking at a cardboard cutout of someone, someone who's robotic, someone who's detached. There is no perfect mum. Your children or your child just want you to be completely satisfied in yourself and completely whole and abundant and generous, generous because you've got plenty to give. And the weird twist is the more generous you are, with yourself and getting to know yourself, the more you want that feeling that you've allowed yourself to feel to spread to other people, the more you want others in on the secret. I totally promise you that. The next action that you can take after you examine the guilt and work out if it's yours or not, is it really yours? I'd say 99% of the time you've heard something somewhere else and you've said, that's not right. I don't know why, but it just isn't. That's not a good enough answer. Is it causing harm? Is it going, is, are there going to be long-term effects from this? You cannot feel guilty for making space for your work. You cannot feel guilty for childcare. You cannot feel guilty for making time to date or to be with your partner. The alternative is that you don't nurture yourself, you don't nurture your career, and you become the cranky, bitter, resentful, well, I did all of this for you type parent. Yeah, that's not going to stuff them up. All right, no, it will stuff them up. That will stuff them up more than them seeing you take inspired action to make something of your life and to show them another way. So what are your own standards? What are your own standards when it comes to parenting? What are your values? What's most important to you? One of my truths that I didn't really realize until, like I couldn't quite articulate it until maybe the last year or so, is that family is not one of my highest values. Ooh, shocking, right? Just because I have a family does not mean family is one of my highest values. So I'm not going to feel guilty about that. It just isn't one of my highest values. 
I love intimacy. I love connection. Those are the things that make me feel close to my family. But it's not family per se that's in my top five. It's other things. But those values can come through and be felt by my family members. So get clear on your values. Get clear on where you stand. You might be like me and not have family as your highest value, but you're sitting there wondering why you're not a mumsy mum and why you can't get excited about parent stuff and family stuff. And might not be one of your highest values and you can't force that. You can't just make yourself into a person that really, really, really values family if it's not in your top five. And it doesn't mean you don't love them. Okay, that's something to reconcile. It doesn't say anything about the depth of your love for them. What it does say is that your identity and the gifts that you have are channeled in different ways. And you can channel whatever you value back into your family. It's just about problem solving it and going, okay, I value this. So how can I bridge the gap between being a parent and having children and that value? How can I embody that value while I'm with my children? So for me, with intimacy and authenticity being very high up in my values along with health and a few other things like sex, um, I will be able to start to connect with my children, or I am able, I should say, to connect with my children when we are authentically dancing and connecting over music together. I feel intimacy. I feel close to them. I feel like I'm seen by them. I feel like I see them. I feel like we bond and it's meeting some of my needs that can remain unmet through like ho-hum, everyday, daily activities. So while family isn't one of my highest values, I can still be with my family and connect with them through the other values that they enjoy as well. Yeah, I hope that helps. The question I want to leave you with today is, what do you want to role model to your children? What kind of woman, parent, mother, business owner, do you want them to see? What do you want them to say about you? What, how will they be proud of you? How will they be in awe of you? Really, really, really think about those things. It's about being bold enough to step away from really outdated expectations of women as we work and as we parent and as we nurture our health and our movement and our socialization and our desires and our eroticism, all of that can be compatible with parenting, all of it. You don't have to keep separating everything. You can show them another way. It's really exciting. I know my girls have picked up on how I run a business They know that I've written a book. They know that I have other entrepreneurs around me and they've actually gotten to, you know, see them and know who they are and point out their names and things like that. I love that. I love being able to show them the work and not just say mummy's at work, but to show them the tangible results of that work. And 
The only reason I can show them those tangible results is because I put them in daycare and asked to receive help and support from when they were six months and older. From six months on, I said, I know I need space. I'm a creator. I'm an introvert. I know I need space. I know I need to build this business. I know I need to keep chipping away. If it wasn't for daycare, you wouldn't be listening to this right now. If I didn't feel unguilty about all of that, you would not be receiving any of these transmissions for yourself. That is the plain truth of it all. My choice to invest when they were younger is now paying me back, not just monetarily. It's paying me back energetically as well. It's paying me back in results. It's paying me back in clarity and authenticity and self-expression and power. It's paying me, it's paying all of my values back to me. And it's worth it for all the moments that I felt powerless as a mom with two kids that were 21 months apart. Those times were kind of tough. Don't dwell on them. I did it. I had the gumption. I got through it. I sought the help, whatever help I could get. And there wasn't a lot of money to do that back then, but it was a priority. I'm not going to feel guilty and I'm going to fulfill my values because I know that there's a bigger vision at play. I'm so grateful guilt did not rob me of the freedom I feel now. That's what guilt does. Guilt will rob you of your sense of freedom. Guilt will have you in shackles. Guilt will have you striving for perfection that does not exist. Guilt will tell your children how to behave and why they need to keep things in order and how they shouldn't be free and how they should just do exactly what you did because that is, quote unquote, the right way. I call bullshit. Show them another way. Show your children another way so that you can liberate them and they can go full force on their power and their creativity and their authenticity and not have to undo all of the conditioning that you're now having to undo. How cool is that, that you can decide that now and totally change the trajectory of your children's life? Stop feeling guilty. It's a waste of your energy. It's a waste of your libidinous energy. It doesn't make you sexy. It doesn't make you activated. It doesn't make you magnetic. Stop feeling guilty. It's a waste of space. (sighs) That was big. (laughs) And I know you're up for the challenge. I know you are as a parent. And if you're yet to be a parent, what a gift. What a gift to hear this before you become a parent, if that's in your path. What a gift. Something I said to myself, and it was incredibly powerful in helping me shape who I am today, which I would not change for anything. So worth it. If you have liked today's episode, please let me know on Instagram. Give me a tag, Lauren White AU, and be sure to hit subscribe. You will keep getting those notifications for the episodes and you won't miss a whisper of The Secrets Women Keep.